Chapter 13 of St. Matthew's Gospel contains several different parables. The sower and the seed, the weeds, the mustard seed and leaven, the treasure and the pearl of great price, and the net. The main theme throughout all of chapter 13 is the mystery of the reign or the kingdom of God. Then from the end of chapter 13 to chapter 18, St. Matthew places the person of our Lord Jesus Christ at the very center and at the heart of the mystery of this reign of God. We will hear stories over the next few weeks of the Eucharistic mystery in the multiplication of the loaves and the feeding of the crowds, of Jesus walking on the water, and of the doctrinal conflict between Jesus and religious authorities, and of the sign of Jonah, which prefigures the passion, death, and resurrection of Jesus, ushering in the fulfillment of the kingdom of God and setting the scene for the transfiguration of Christ. A second purpose of the evangelist is that we as followers of Jesus would pattern our lives after the model and the life of Jesus, the servant of God. Holy Scripture, especially the New Testament, invites us to a childlike trust in God and to abandon our lives to God's providence, to obedience to the will of God, to die to self that we might live a new life and to foregoing and forsaking our priorities, embracing rather the priorities of God. God's providence is revealed for us and to us in his word, which goes forth from his mouth, achieving the end for which he sends it. Jesus Christ is the word of God, the word of God who shows us the Father, who leads us to the Father, and models for us the priorities of God and his will for us and for the whole world. Jesus shows us the love of God and neighbor, fulfilling the law and the prophets. He shows us trust and obedience to the Father. He shows a life lived with reconciliation and forgiveness, a life of humble, generous, self-effacing service and charity, he teaches us how to embrace suffering and the cross, and he shows a life of prayerful attentiveness and cooperation with the will of God. At times, we forget this, or we get mixed up, or we may even outright set the ways and life of God aside. We think and we act as if what we want and what we think are the priorities that God has, or that they're his will. It would serve us well to remember that God's ways and will are often different from ours. They are different from what we want, what we imagine or desire, plan or act upon. Today, the gospel gives us the image of the sea with Jesus at the shore of the water. Here, at the shore of the sea is God's all-powerful and life-filled word, 
speaking the word of God, recreating, as it were, the very beginnings of creation, while shedding light, divine light to be sure, on the crowds who are listening to him, who are drawing forth order and peace from the chaos and darkness of sin and temptation, as well as the wiles of the prince of this world. Large crowds, we are told, gathered around Jesus, listening to his words. Crowds who were eager and who were hungry for him, the word of life, who was seated in the midst of his disciples and followers. He was teaching them while they gathered around him, the master and teacher. In the ancient world, this is the place of the master and teacher, seated with the students or the pupils forming around him. This image is found today with the bishop of a diocese who sits upon his cathedra in the cathedral. It is likewise carried through in the realm of education to someone who occupies or holds an endowed chair in a particular field of study or discipline. Now, back to the parable. Many forces confront the sown seed the evil one who steals it away, tribulation, hardship, suffering as a result of the word preached and lived, not to mention worldly anxiety and the lure of riches, power, and esteem. Think only of the temptation of Jesus in the desert from the first Sunday of Lent. What is true of the seed in the parable is true of the word and grace of God in our hearts and our lives. But this does not have to happen, that the evil one come and steals it away. In spite of the clamoring of the temptations which assail us, through the grace and the power of God Almighty, we can receive the word of God, cherishing it, contemplating it, embracing it, and bearing fruit which yields a rich, overwhelming, and abundant harvest for our sakes and for the salvation of the world. Through our celebration of the Holy Eucharist this day, may this be so.